<clears throat> Are we good? We good? Drop it. La 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 la. Worry about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna just pack my shit. We don't give Carl Thomas enough appreciation, man. I'm gonna go ahead and say it before the song start. Take him away, CT. See, I probably went outside when this came on. Monumental video, by the way. Y'all weren't outside yet. Y'all don't know music, man. Not now, shut up. <laughs> Damn. Patiently. Was it good? More the Masters Podcast, man. Your host, main, of course. Found out that night I cried with the kids. I was out. Tell him, ghost. And you can keep the crib. All I'm saying is, let me find out you got men around my kids. Real quick, real quick, real quick, though. Wow, wow, wow. Cops are playing in the background. Uh, that's a that's a funny line. Like, let me find out you got men around my kids. Like, what do what do what do men expect the women to do once that's over with? Like, to be single forever? No. Like, you just hope you better hope it's a good man. Not don't say not bring no men. Just hope you bring a good man around my kids. You know what I'm saying? Take me away. Remember them days had you smelling my boxes, old gold dumping. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. That's a little toxic right there. If you gotta smell the boxes, it's probably that's a sign right there. You shouldn't be together. It ain't gonna work. Um, that's a little bit much for me, but ghost finish. I'm sorry. That's my nigga. Anybody got something bad to say, son of come through and deliver. Brushing off his 88 clocks, I can't touch him. I put a wad on his jacket. Fuck with him. Semi shy and I'm laid back. Crystal hats, heard your water broke. I was like, pew, I ran back. Yo, pume is a funny word. <laughs> nah, hold up. I gotta read. I gotta think that one time. That's a funny word, bro. Pume is funny to say as a rapper, bro. When I ran back, I ran hold back up. and I'm laid back. Hold up. Crystal hats, heard your water broke. I was like, pew, and I ran back. <laughs> I ran back fast, broke my arm in the mix to find out this bird nigga tapping my shit. It's a right dough. Maybe he came up with the right dough. Bigger dick, dick, I don't know. Must have been, been the best flow. This thing here, every man in the world goes through, but fuck that. I, I put, put a lot, lot of money up, up I'm hating. Once again, Warner Masters Podcast. Man, I thought this, I thought this started podcast over this song a couple weeks ago, but like I said, I haven't going through so much we'll get into it in a minute but it'd be hard to maintain um consistency so i try to when i do put something out i try to put the best thing out so i'm gonna try to give y'all a great 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 podcast you know what i'm saying it was like ecstasy girl he was hey hey had us living in a fantasy world i wish we never broke up girl y'all know this song y'all bugging bro i, I I really sometimes when I play music on the podcast, I be thinking I, I be I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm putting you in a better mood, but I'm putting you on the music. 
Raekwon the chef But you claim it was yours Slamming doors You even scratched the bins Catch me on TV Yeah he said I'm coming back never But uh, I will say this though um, I like that song That was uh, Ghostface featuring Carl Thomas and Raekwon um, it's called uh, Never Be The Same Again, um, that, if you didn't, couldn't tell. Uh, that was a good song back in the day. I don't know if y'all know that. I know a lot of my listeners, um, a good majority are from Georgia. I know I got a lot from New York, too. Um, and I think New York listeners remember that. That was a big song back in the day. I like Goldface. I don't know who y'all favorite Wu-Tang member is. A lot of people are going to say ODB, based on popularity. Um, people are going to say Method Man, based on popularity. But uh, Ghostface is definitely um, one of my favorite Wu-Tang members. He's my favorite, but... Uh, I think I like I like his I like his music I like his flow I like his raps uh, I like his his street mentality plus the animation he put in his rhymes is dope like this is a good song of that like he said pume like that's crazy like <laughs> I've never heard rapper say pume like I heard a sound effects in the studio and I don't know like even Drake did that on his last album like he was making his own little sound effects like he said well he was like um, that pussy kind of sound like waves hitting. Like that was wild. Like who who says on a rap song? That's just <laughs> that's just crazy to me. But um, anyway, more than masters podcast, man. I was gonna actually put in a Carl Thomas mix, but I don't feel like doing that now. Plus, it's something I'm talking about by Brown later on in the podcast. We're not gonna do that. I love Carl Thomas to death, but we're not gonna um put him in the same boat as uh, Bobby Brown, of course. But um, how y'all doing, man? Been a minute since we spoke. Been a minute. Uh, I've been going for a minute. Um, uh, going through some things, doing my own thing. Um, but trying to maintain and make. Make room um, for the podcast. When, at least when I put one out, it's um, good content. I, I we put out um, half hour Black Power. We, we did three episodes in the last two weeks, so that was good. Um, we but we still putting out Fire and Ice uh, just contractually. You know, it has to be done. Um, but what I will say is I haven't been on in the past month, so I think the past four or five episodes. Of Fire and Ice, I have not been on. If you listen to it, I appreciate it. If you didn't, um, because you like listening, because I'm there or whatever the case may be, hopefully you enjoy this, and you know you you hopefully you still listen. I would still like people to listen to the Fire and Ice, even though I haven't been on there. Uh, I plan on making another appearance on there uh, within this week, not this week, next week. But it's just hard right now. I'm trying to still get things situated. Like I said, um, focusing on my grandmother. Um, that's like the that's like my main focus right now besides my two daughters, but my grandmother and that's 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 a hard, that's a job in its own. Like when you dealing with somebody that that's that's forgetting things and just um, you know, just not being the who you know them to be, especially when it's somebody that you um uh, were very heavily influenced by. So it's it's a tough pill to swallow. So dealing with that, then working, then dealing with the girls, then you know, just other things you go through, um, things you give up to try to help certain people. Um, it's a lot, you know what I'm saying, it's a lot of that, but I, I, I'm a big firm believer, that's what the family is for, you know, my grandma got seven kids, um, it's, it's no reason we we should have to put her in a home, like, it's no reason, it's no excuse for that, seven kids, somebody gotta make something shake, she has seven kids, I'm not even sure how many grandchildren she got, um, I'm not gonna say I count anybody's kids, but, um, I know she got me, so that's, that's, that's what's most important, she got me, so, as long as I'm breathing, um, I'm gonna try to do the best I can do and help the much with, with with anything I can help with, you know what I'm saying? But it is hard when you do somebody with dealing with Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, you know, it's hard to watch some interactions she has, like my mom, her asking my mom, Well, who's your mom? you know. 
And it's, and it's odd because you'll see her on the phone, you know, she'll talk to somebody on the phone and she'll say, oh, no, my daughter's doing this, my daughter's doing that. And she goes to the phone, they talk to each other for a minute, and then she's asking my mom, her daughter, uh, who, you know, well, who's your mom or where's your mom? And my mom is like, uh, you are. And then my grandma's like, no, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's sad, it's funny, it's, it's everything. It's like a bunch of emotions um, all in one. But uh, I, I, for me, like, y'all know, just, you see a lot growing up. You see a lot. So it's not like the, the worst thing in the world. I think it'd be worse if, if she was in pain or something like that. Um, she do have moments. I have, I have a thing on my phone. I mentioned on a podcast one time that I was I was there. This is before we moved in with her. I was um, I came from work like I normally do any other day. If I get off early, I come straight to my grandma's house and bring her some food. And we ate um, some blimpy. And she she was kept she wanted me to see something and so I went to go see it and I didn't know what she was talking about she she forgot as soon as we, as soon as we went to the room she forgot she couldn't find a key or something like that so I ended up breaking her door down to get inside the room whatever and she just broke down she just was crying saying that um somebody did it which I don't even like being here now I I don't see how that happened I don't think somebody did something but you know you deal with somebody that's um a senior citizen that's elderly you know um don't move like she used to same strength that she used to um at the same size she used to be, uh, not the same confidence she used to have in herself. You know, um, people are dying around her. her. Sister's not here no more. Um, brother's not here. Mother's not here. You know, it's just you, you deal with somebody that's, that's 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 being alone. But even though they always been shelled off, and I'm like my grandma, cause I'm like kind of closed off, which I'll get to in a second. Kind of closed off. So you deal with somebody that's been that closed themselves off so long and put so many bad memories in the back of their mind. Um, most of their life that is now having to face it, but face it alone. So I'm kind of seeing that a little bit too, which honestly, I'm, I'm one of the people that I don't. It's something that's bad to some people is not that bad to me. So even though this might sound bad, like I'm saying, you might it might sound sad to hear it, and it is to to see it and look at you know sometimes you know I you know I don't I don't cry nothing like that, but you know it's it's emotional. But at the end of the day. I'm okay if that if that like happened to me a little bit. I don't know why. I know it sounds crazy to say, like I I don't mind being alone. Um, I don't want to be that old. Yeah, everybody know it. if you listen to podcast, you know I don't want I don't want to grow old. Um, sixty is good for me. <laughs> so I know it sounds crazy, but sixty is like a, it's a good number for me to go out. But um, I don't want to live that long. My grandma's eighty two, eighty three. Depending on what day you ask her, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. My grandma, she just she just funny like that. Um, but yeah, so. That's just something I'm going through, and I'm trying to deal with that. So it's kind of hard because you know it's time I do want to go record, and or just right now I'm recording at the, my grandma's crib. I caught my first ever podcast in the same room. That's dope, and now I'm recording this one. This room, I feel good. I'm, I'm, my, my, my material is a little better now. My transition is a little better now. It sounds way better now, but it was the first room I recorded my a podcast in, and uh, with my brother. And now I'm recording here now, and I, I'll let y'all tell me how this sound, and maybe I just do the rest from here. Who knows? But normally, like, I do a half-hour Black Power. I've been going somewhere to record. Um, like, not booking a room, but I got a, you know, I got a connection. So, uh, I got a room somewhere, and we, um, you know, book it. And we beat in, we, we knock it out. So, um, we had 11 minutes, and I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get out into that spiel. But that's kind of what I've been going through. Amongst other personal things myself, you know, uh, I, you know money's always a thing. You want to make more money. Um, you know, I try to use my money for the more Masters podcast I get. I, use, I try to keep it. For the morning masters, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, going through <clears throat> some of the things you got to go through, 
But I always been built to survive, built to adapt. Like that's how I always came up. I learned that from my mom, adapting to any situation, anything, always having a hustle. Um, I know how to hustle, whether it's you know, positive, negative ways. And that's and that's another thing too. I couldn't I couldn't really not to get too deep into it, but I couldn't really do what I wanted to do when I first got in my grandma because I'm trying to, you know, get things right for her. But then you use so much of your money trying to get stuff right for her and not asking nothing for in turn, whether you're getting food, whether you're taking places, whether you buying food because, you know, it ain't, to me, anything she wants, she got to get to me. Like, that's, how, that's how I live right now with my grandma. So if she tell me today, hey, I, I want some some curry chicken, I'm going to Jamaica way. I'm going to still Caribbean, still Caribbean and I'm getting some Jamaican food. You know, and if she say that three days in a row, then that's just like three days in a row. You know what I'm saying? Now, I done probably spent $60 that I probably normally wouldn't have spent. And I'm not asking, the, the you know, her power of attorney and my aunt, whatever. I'm not asking her for no reimbursement. I do it because my grandma because... I do it um, with my grandma because, you know, like I said, when when um when I came down here, you know what I'm saying, she she, she, t- she took us in, you know what I'm saying? She she took us in, um I went to high school down here where things were like really bad where I was at and I don't know the, the business side of things like that. I just know the family side of things and I think the business I don't like mixing business and family, so if I don't never get no nothing return, that's fine, you know. My my return is just knowing that I've been there, you know, and I, I, a lot of people in my family can't say that right now when it comes to my grandma, you know, like, since 2012, 13, when she first started showing signs of this stuff, I've been there, like, from the get-go, like, i just always been there, I came all the time, um, she had grand, her grandchildren, you know, they, they left, went to New York to, you know, live a better life and all that stuff, you know, take care of their things, I'm still here, taking her places, get her eyes, get her glasses, get her license, Bringing food, bringing groceries, bringing bread, going getting food for her, taking her places, coming to cut the grass. And I, I'm not even, a, I'm not a city, I'm not a, I'm not a country boy. I, I'm the city dude. I don't like to cut grass, but I do it for my grandma. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it's not. I don't look at it as business. It's family. You know what I'm saying? That's family. It's my grandma. Like I said, when I, when I was, you know, she, she did a lot. She did a lot for me. But long story short, um, to get off that, um, yeah. So. That's just what I've been going through. Like it's just hard dealing with that. So you know, you deal with that most of the time, and then you do what you can do. Like my daughter, she like a numb. You know, they they taking a liking to her. Brooke do mad stuff with her. Like it don't make no sense. Like Brooke are going in, they have full clothes, and other night Brooke had to sleep with her in a room. And you know, I know she loved it. Then the next night, my grandma came and asked me. She was like, "Hey, can Brooke sleep with me?" And it was just dope. You know what I'm saying? Like that that it makes it makes my my heart melt. Um, but yeah, so I I I. Okay, just to get into the actual podcast now, right? It's, I wanted to touch on something first. Let me get my note. Sorry, let me get my notes. Um, so I guess the first thing I'm gonna get into because we in it is beef. I know this is something that I think I, I this is something that is it, it was a conversation I seen on Twitter and I seen um in my email that people had asked me about like social media issues, having beef, beef this, beef that, and I want to kind of touch on that a little bit if I can, if y'all don't mind. So when it comes to beef. I look at beef a little differently, like from where I was brought up and and the things I've I've been 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 exposed to, been around and and experienced, right? So let me tell y'all what 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 beef is to me. Let me give y'all kind of an example. All right, so I'm thinking my younger. Okay, I'm thinking younger years. So um, I lived. In, I'm from Bushwick Avenue, so I lived on Bushwick, but I I frequent frequented on Jefferson. That was the block I stayed on. Pretty much all the time I, I, I played basketball there uh, I was there most of my days You know what I'm saying That's the block I hang out on I just lived on Bushwick But anyway so That had nothing to do with anything I shouldn't have said that But anyway 
So um, one of my mans, which we ended up becoming, we, we, we friends, you know, now to this day, you know what I'm saying? But at one point, we wasn't always friends because, like I said, he was older than me. You know what I'm saying? He was older than me. I ain't going to say his name, nothing like that. But long story short, we used to play basketball, just hang out, do all this stuff on that block. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't friends. We wasn't the best of friends. I didn't know him like that. He didn't know me like that. But when I grew up at, you know, you got to get your respect and, you know, you know certain people for being certain ways. I knew he wasn't no, no punk. I knew he wasn't no, 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 no soft guy. I knew he, he handled his business as well as, as well as I did, you know what I'm saying? Especially at that age, just 13, 12, 13. So at this point, I'm coming outside. I'm outside. I, I, I fought out there, you know what I'm saying? Held my ground. I never lost a fight, but um, he had, and him, him as well, I seen him fight, you know what I'm saying? He's a chubby guy, bigger than me. So... <laughs> we have an issue because uh, my cousin, which was on a podcast, my cousin Messiah, we always talk around each other. Messiah was like a trouble kid, the project kid, you know, a lot of a lot of issues. Obviously, if you listen to the podcast, you know that. And he played a lot. He was a project. He he played a lot of project games. The project is different from the hood, and and where I'm from, I'm gonna tell you right now, the projects is different from the hood. It's a different kind of struggle, different kind of uh uh poverty. You know what I'm saying? They play different kind of games, so. I want to say I'm not. Gonna, I'm not sure what happened, but I want to say my cousin might have spit on his little brother and threw a rock at him. Like it was, I think the brother had like a little knot. It was just, it was a lot. I'm not gonna lie, it was a lot. But how he was raised and how he was taught, you know, what I'm saying when you when you were family outside, you gotta rock with the family. So I couldn't, even if I knew it was wrong, I couldn't tell him the dude that that was wrong. Make my cousin apologize and third, based off how he came, he came at my little cousin, right? So long story short, we get into it. It's just an argument, whatever it can be. I'm younger at the time, so I'm kind of my cousin's laughing, so I'm laughing as well. I know it's wrong. I shouldn't laugh, but I'm laughing as well. And I'm like, fuck you, da da da, you know, suck my dick, da da da. Because where I grew up at, that's what you said, and that's the things you did to create combat, but also to fight combat. Because if somebody don't do it, they don't they don't step up to the plate, then they soft. So to get just to get out of there, so beef to me is this, right? And this is how I know it's beef. He. Pretty much not chased us, but, you know, followed us. He was fat. He was a fat dude, you know what I'm saying? But I know he was bigger than me. I'm skinny as hell. I'm, I'm skinny now, so imagine how skinny he was when I was 12. He was 14 at the time, so. um, but, So, he's bigger than me, and he's, like, throwing big rocks. You know, he's trying to chase us, whatever can be. I'm like, nah, come on, come on. We good, we good, we good. Because it's more of them than it is us, too, at the time. So, I finally, you know, get. I didn't run, but. All right, I'm gonna say this. Cause I don't want to say like I ran from nobody. Cause I didn't ran from nobody, but I knew I, was, I knew we was in the wrong. Put it like that. I didn't want to create create a big issue because I knew we was in the wrong. I knew people from the neighborhood would not side with me with what happened, regardless of the fact. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't want to be placed on. You know, you can get permanent ban in the hood. So I'm like, nah, I'm good. Now mind you, this, I mean, this is all about beef. So this I had to give you the backstory to tell you about the beef style, right? So. I see him, um, I look out the window, I, and, like, for days, he would just be on the block, on the corner, just see him, you know, waiting until I came outside. Like, he was that mad, because he loved his little brother. I love my little brother, you know what I'm saying? So, I understood it, because I have a little brother. And I'm telling my cousin, like, yo, you wild, you shouldn't have did that, you shouldn't have did that, you shouldn't have did that. But, I'm young, you got pride issues when you're younger, everybody trying to make a name for themselves, nobody wants to apologize, nobody wants to say sorry, because it looks soft when you're young. Even though it's not, it's just the right thing to do, it looks soft. To this dude, it looks like I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm okay with what happened, you know. I'm 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 um condoning with ha- what what happened to his little brother, and I don't give a fuck. And I told him something I did this that and third. So to him, it looks one way. It's like I, now me older me understands that now, right? So when I say what's beef, beef to me is this: 
you know, for you know, for like a couple of weeks, you know what I'm saying? Um, when I came outside, he lived around the corner from me. So when I we lived we went to the same school. So when I came outside, I, I looked out the window first, you know what I'm saying? I, I lived on the third floor, looked out the window, looked at the corner. Okay, he he's not out he's not at the corner, cool. So now I'm going out the now I'm going out my door. You know, I, I lock my lock my door, I leave the house. I'm looking both ways. I'm before I turn the corner, I'm making sure he's not down the street. Like that's to me, that's what that's what beef is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you come outside, you gotta look both ways. When you gotta maybe make a detour, not because you're scared, but because you it's, you know what's gonna happen if you bump heads with somebody. Not that not saying you're scared. It's just that you don't like. I might be going to school. I'm not trying to fight before I go to school. Long story short, or you know you got I got my little brother with me, and I got issues with this. I'm not trying to see them people. So that's what I mean when I say beef. That's what beef is to me. Like I'm calculating every move. Based on an issue I have with a certain individual, because I know that when we meet, it's going down because that's how it's like that. It's, you know what I'm saying? And it's like that. And I knew that he wouldn't make a name for himself in the neighborhood. And you know, that's something we looked up to when you're younger because you want to get looked, you want to be admired. You know what I'm saying? For your toughness. That's what we was taught. That's 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 what we was taught young. Like you you tough, you good. So to me, that was beef, right? Let me tell you how end, how it kind of ended. We, we ended up being cool. You know what I'm saying? That's my my brother for life, but. Um, he was like a he's a hothead, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, I I did everything good. I would look both ways. I was I was on my p's and q's. It wasn't that I don't want you to take that for me being scared because that wasn't the case. Cause I I'm always somebody that would fight anywhere, any given time. Like that never was an issue with me. I, I never backed down from nobody or nothing like that. However, I always been smart. I knew that this was a situation where. I felt bad, but I just could. I, I was raised. I couldn't tell them that because I I'm not, I was ready not to go against family. If your family wrong, you tell them privately, but you defend them publicly. That's just how I always raised. I don't know if y'all agree with that or not. If not, cool. Y'all can tell me y'all feedback on that, please. But, yeah, outsiders are outsiders. Like, you don't let anybody in the family. You don't disrespect the family in front of outsiders. That's just, you don't speak bad about the family and outsiders. That's just how I was raised. You do that, it's like it's like a sin. You know, that, that was my religion. My religion is family. That's my, that's my religion is family. You know what I'm saying? So, I go by the family code, family rules. And, um... So, I'll say about about a week passed, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm, you know, it's died down now, but I'm still my P's and Q's because that's just how you got to be where we from. And this, this particular day, everything going good, you know what I'm saying? I got my hot chocolate because it's kind of cold. Because, like I said, in New York, it, it get cold. Like, like, right now, it's September, right? So, it's cold in New York right now. Like, you got you got to go get a sweater. It was, like, September-ish. It was, it was definitely September-ish. So we, we all had jackets on. So it's starting to get cold. The wind's blowing. You know what I'm saying? It's a little cold up there. And it's a little nippy up there in, in New York. So I, I go around a corner. You know, I'm going to school. I'm, I'm walking down Jefferson. Then I bust that right right there on um, Evergreen. Because where our school was at, it was on Evergreen. So now I'm walking down. And I'm just walking. Like, dolo by myself. I always go by myself unless I met up with somebody. And next thing I know, Popeye's Biscuits. <laughs> I'm choking, like, what the, you know what I'm saying, and he's behind me, like, got me, like, in the l shape kind of chokehold, like, yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga, and he with his homeboy, you know, that lived, that he was cool with, I was cool with, too, like, we both mutually were cool with him, but that's kind of, like, his homeboy, you know, he wasn't a tough dude, though, he just was big, he wasn't, like, a street dude, nothing like that, had no aspiration to be a street dude, this is when, he just, he just regular people, this dude, so I'm kind of happy, I'm like, all right, cool, I know he, I know Joe gonna break it up, if, if anything, you know, um, Joe didn't do that, but it was all, it was all good. Long story short, um, I got out of it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, we gotta fight now. But luckily, just Joe. This if I do lose, it's okay. But to my surprise, you know what I'm saying? Um, we was able to hash it out before without fighting. You know what I'm saying? But 
that wasn't the first issue we had. We had another issue after that, and then like something that we got cool. I'm not gonna say all the issues, but long story short, so to me, what beef is, that's what it is. And I had I I only say that situation because it, it was diffused, but it had other situations that similar to that where it wasn't diffused and where you met up with somebody, this happened, or. I'm one time walking with my walking with a girlfriend I had in middle school of mine, and somebody said something and about, like I said, you know when you were younger you got kind of like posse's gangs kind of like, and they disrespected it. We almost fought in a Chinese restaurant that didn't happen. However, um, you know I told the dudes, you know my my, my man's what happened and all that stuff, and you know they wasted no time. You know what I'm saying they say I know he get beat up in school, ambulance take him out of school. I didn't touch him, you know what I'm saying at all. But like I said, that's that's how it is. That's beef in to what I what I what I what I know for beef to be combat. Something gonna happen. Um, be on your p's and q's because you can get hurt. That's what it is to me. You know what I'm saying. So I I say that to say this. Beef to me, and I'm I'm not dissing nobody in particular. I know people listen to podcasts. I'm dissing, but I'm not. Um, it's not who can have the wittiest. Uh, status subliminally dissing the next person or subliminally dissing somebody and get a lot of likes that's not beef to me so because somebody asked me about when I, I i heard you beefing with uh, a transgender I, I never beefed with a transgender it was somebody that was transgender that had an issue with whatever i had going on because of the platform i have right now and i, did, I didn't allow a uh, light to shine on this particular person it was not a beef thing um yeah, it was some shot. It was some shots traded via statuses on Facebook. But to me, that's not beef. I'm never gonna sit here and say, yeah, I'm beefing with a tra- with a um, transgender, or yeah, I'm beefing with such and such from this thing, or I'm beefing with uh, the dirty the dirty couch Neil. I'm I, I, I'm not not that I would, but I'm not I, I'm not gonna do that. Even if he was, I'm not going to sit and say I'm beefing just because we're going back and forth on social media. Because what I know beef to be is totally different. Beef to me is like. I'm not going back and forth social media with you. We never, we never going to tell social media we have an issue because when we see each other, it's going down, and that only going to make one of us go to jail if they can track it to why we got an issue, or why this happened, or why this happened. Cause say something, say the bad happened, say say you beef somebody and then somebody ends up ends up dead. Now what? It's a whole tracking because y'all beefing on social media. I don't have no social media beef. I I don't know what that's like. Beef to me was. Beef to me has nothing to do with social media because before social media you had beef, so I can't mix the two. Um, if people that rap have rap beef, I I don't know what that's like. I'm not a rapper, but I would assume that's just on records. If it trickle over to the street, they the idiots. You know that's that's me though. So I'm asking my listeners to, to you, what's beef? And I gave that story just as a as a means to why I don't look at beef the way most people look at beef. I get people saying when they say, okay, this is just, uh, you know, a social media thing or they have a, a Twitter beef or an Instagram beef. I don't know what that means because to me, beef means you got to be on your P's and Q's wherever you're going. That's me. You know, if I have beef with somebody down here, that means that when, I, when, I, when I'm going to the gas stations, I'm not putting the car in the park. I'm, I'm keeping it in, in reverse. Just... Whoever was driving put the brakes on the car because it's beef. Might need to drive off. I don't know. That that's how, that's my mindset. I, I'm not thinking about oh yeah we beefing. I gotta gotta get on Facebook and have a better status than this guy. Or I gotta post this. Nah, it's not beef to me. That's just you. That's just people going back and forth, being petty, whether it's a, in a serious way or in a in a in a in a in a joking way, whether it's malicious or not. It's not beef to me. Beef is when it's beef. 
something is cooking, it's gonna get hot. No disrespect, no not not no 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 pun intended. I mean, not to be funny, um, but that's what it means to me. Um, I think a beef. You think where it came from? You know, what I'm saying beef. You cutting something up. It's, it's bloody. Uh, uh, cooking something. So you are killing something. Um, that's 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 what it means to me. You know, what I'm saying it don't mean um, somebody's dissing me on social media, so I gotta diss them back, or somebody's not liking my picture, so I gotta not like their picture, so we beefing, or. Or 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 somebody says something about this and it means and it means this so and it, and it applies to this person. I like it, so that means I agree with that person applying this to that. No, that's that's not beef to me. That's just social media games. That's the new age stuff. Unless it's new age beef, I don't know. If it's new age beef, let me know. I ain't from. I ain't really from the new age. I can adapt to it, but I'm not from new age. You know what I'm saying? I'm from a a certain type of uh, background where it's like beef means this. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's just I wanted to, I wanted to touch on that. Yeah, I want you to, I want any listen anybody listening if you're still listening. Hopefully I'm I'm keeping you entertained or keeping you interested. But that's me. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 what I feel like beef is. You know. Um, and I I don't always want to you know bring stuff like that up. You know what I'm saying? Because I I could have brought a story where it did lead to fighting you know, or it did lead to a stabbing or something like that. But I choose not to because. I want, I want you to get a picture. I'm not trying to depict a painting of me because that's not who I who I was before or a certain time is not who I am now. So I try not to, you know, bring that in to nothing. But speaking of that, since I'm talking to y'all, right, it was funny because you didn't realize how big your platform is. You know what I'm saying? Um, a couple weeks ago, I had to come up with some money for something because, like I said, I'm spending a lot of money with grandma, all this, that, and third. And I forgot to do certain things. And, you know, when certain things are about to get taken from you, you have to come up with a certain amount of money to make sure you get them possessions back, you know. And I, I was in between the paycheck, so it was like that was gone. So I had to go to what what I only knew to to do to make money, right? And the craziest thing is like <laughs> you don't really realize how 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 impactful whatever you're doing is until you're doing something you ain't got no business doing, and somebody recognize you while you're doing that, and that 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 kind of hurt. But it also helped because it let me know, okay, don't do this. Like, just make sure I stay on top of everything so I don't have to resort back to doing this. Even though you might be okay with it. There's no such thing as being successful as something illegal, but you might be okay with this. You might be good at doing this. Or you might can, it might can be a hustle for you. But that's no way to live. That's when you got daughters and you got, grandma you got to take care of because then I go. Then all the money leaves. You know what I'm saying? It's like, now you're in a work situation you've been in, in, in the first place. But... I said to say that, you know, you're doing something, you got no business doing, so you meet up with somebody, da-da-da, whether it's at a gas station or a parking lot, and you're like, ain't you, da-da-da-da, and it's like, ain't you main from Morning Masters, or ain't, ain't you that such-and-such brother, and it's like, yeah, 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 and you realize, like, yo, I can't be out here doing this, this ain't for me, this ain't the wave, this ain't for me, you know, so I was happy to get what I needed to get to, get the amount of money I needed to get in such a short amount of time, which is which is which is one day, but it was dope to get that amount of money in that sort of amount of time, and just knowing that if if need be, I can get that amount doing what you know doing what I know to do. But that ain't no way to live, you know what I'm saying? Like um, it's no way to live, you know what I'm saying? And that's like a slap in the face of my grandma, which I I'm gonna keep reverting back to in this podcast because, you know, she brought down here, so I wanted so because of. Some things we might, we was getting into, or because of some things I involved myself with, or because of some things my dad had done, and it would cause him to go away, which caused money to leave, and caused my mother to have to fend for three kids with with no income, 
for a year, you know, a year and a half, as long as she can do it until she until she sent us down here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you start doing them same thing, repeating them same footsteps that you already know people that messed up and 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 and, and kind of messed their life up doing. You know, so I look at me and I see a lot of my father ways in me. Everything except maybe being a father, I think we might have in common. You know, I think I'm you notice know, not saying I'm a better man than him at all. No, by no means. Cause I feel like um, my dad's a great man. I just know it's a lot of his ways that I possess, which is only right because it's hereditary. But also, um, I think the only thing I don't possess is I think I'm I think I'm 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 a, I'm a way better father than him. And I just say my dad was a bad dad. We're not speaking right now, and I still won't speak no ill will on him. You know what I'm saying? I ain't speaking to him in, in months now, and I'm not going to get into that. But I will say I, I think that I got him in a dad department, and that's the only thing. I'll be successful with that. I mean, I'll be good in life if, I, if I, that's the only thing I got over him. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like as a parent, you want to you be the best parent you can be, and then you want your kids to be a better parent than you can be. And I think that that was good. I think he did the best he could. Um you know, I'm not here to criticize or judge him. And then I think that I, I, I've done the best I can so far. And then hopefully, you know, my daughters will do better than I did. And, you know, somewhere down the line, somebody will have a dope-ass parent. You know what I'm saying? Because if it ain't me, then hopefully they better and then they better and they better. So you got to hope that. But, um, yeah, so what else I got? I'm sorry. I, I, I This is more personal. Everybody know my podcast is more of a personal thing. So, if you catch me getting on a tangent, it's not that um, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm out of sync. Actually, I feel more in sync right now than I have felt with any podcast I've done in the last month or so. I love my personal podcast, to be honest with you, because I feel like it creates a, um, a balance. It creates a little distance. or you know, it, it it takes away that distance that most people have from me. I keep everybody far you know, for a reason. And um, I think my podcast, listening to it, you kind of get a closer glimpse of me, you know, get a better, I think you get a different view of me sometimes when I speak on certain things, uh, things you may have thought about me, you think differently after hearing certain things, you know what I'm saying, and that's what the podcast does, so that's why I like this one, it's so personal, and um, yeah, so in the tabloids this week, in the news, one of the big things was the Kevin Hart and Cat Williams thing, I'm, should I play that, yeah, I'm up, you know what, no, before I get, See, I get into the Cat Williams. I'm getting, I'm getting to the, the, that, that last. Let me play a clip from the Cat Williams things real quick, and then we'll get back to the Cat Williams. Hold on. Nice broccoli. They like my broccoli, and they love my baked chicken. Hey, and hey, right love. now, look up your phone and see what it takes to make broccoli, and tell me nothing's oh, saying. Cat Williams, wow. Water. Uh, That's the only step in broccoli. Simmer. Water. Simmer. Have you ever heard of burned uh, broccoli? Can you burn hater? broccoli? What you can't hater? burn it because it's made in a pot of water. You you don't know nothing about. You know what her uh, second meal they love from her? What I do with corn. Oh, I like to tear it out that can what? and I put it in there. I got a can of water and I put it on there. And then I get some zatarans. They don't expect that. I sprinkle uh, zatarans on my corn. Cook. Uh-huh. Whatever. Yes, ma'am. You good at heating stuff up? Uh, you're good at <sighs> telling us about what's going on in jail. Ooh. Yes, ma'am. Ain't getting out to tell. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you at an arena named Phillips, and you gonna tell me at the Atlanta Comedy <laughs> Theater. Right. True. Tomorrow, be there. All right. Red Grant show. I know Red I'll Grant. be there. Don't miss Damn, it. Damn, Cat. Cat Williams. Y'all thank y'all too. for coming through, man. <laughs> and thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. you for coming in. I see why people come to Wanda's show. Yeah. 
Because Frank Ski puts it down. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Get on out here with your crazy ass. Uh-huh. Is he crazy? <laughs> and help me get to the salon. All right. It's the People Station Viewer 3. Your hair is kind of... See? There she goes. Trying, still trying to roast. Still trying to roast. <laughs> My hair is 19 inches long and I have no perm. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> Oops. Oh, that's not a perm. No, it is not. Nice lady. That's come natural. Run, come, run, come run one of your gnarled fingers. What's here? What's here? <laughs> While you on air. What, what, come so on. they can hear you laugh. Come on. Come on. Let me come over here. No, no, no. That's not how that works. Oh, okay. Well, then stay over there. Don't worry. Ain't nobody putting their hands through yours. That's right. They don't have to. Uh-huh. I don't want them to. Get on out of here. You okay? <laughs> she losing. She losing. She losing. Only one of our you hands right? moving <laughs> while we talk. Are you okay? Are you okay Red Grant, Atlanta Comedy. Tell Wanda to take sure, off them headphones and, and that wig. Sure, and make sure. That wig and that headphones and come together. all that old-ass clothes you got on. How about that? Yeah, they're old. Versace, yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's said, Versace. I want to apologize to the people at Versace Collection. This is, this is your 2019 stunt, stunt, stunt. summer line. That hasn't come 2019 out. summer line. Open it up and but, show us it was it, Versace. I want to just No, I didn't have to open it, it up. Did, These though. people are on radio. They can't see anything. Mm. Yeah, but you opened it up so we could see it. Yes, we ma'am. Well, happy, happy, happy. And happy, happy whatever stores for the Black Lane Bryant. That's right. That's right. Very oh, proud. Okay, let's Very play some proud. music real quick if we can. Yeah, he, heating up now. We're going to a break heating up now. All right, so we're going to a break. Shout out to Forever 21. Yeah. That's collection. That's right. Shout out to They don't remember me for wilding out, right? I'm not the right one in Jones, though. Get this inmate out of here. If you can't get your blood pressure down, you can't call me that. If your cholesterol is 600. Whatever, little mama. I'm little mama's baby daddy. No, you little mama. Uh, yes, ma'am. Hey, and what are you, girl? <laughs> you probably shouldn't talk about sizes. Damn, cat. On the radio. That's right. And you're, and you're big Turn in it prison. Down. And you're yes, big ma'am. in prison. I've never been to prison. Uh, you have 19 felonies, times. no convictions. Yeah. Knock yeah. it off. Prison okay. and jail aren't the same. No, no. Okay. No, no, no. Calm, calm no, no, no. Calm no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. One of us has $12 down. worth of jewelry on. No, no, no. No, no, $12. No, no, no. That all is available. If you want to, if you want to have Wanda's jewelry, please uh, go to go sit go, go or quick trip at any point. If you buy two packs of Newport 100s, they will give you everything Wanda has on right now for $7.99, and it comes with a free car wash. Won't you come on down? Yes, thank you. Absolutely, we appreciate it. Go the shake, show starts at nine. Her. Wanda gets to the stage at nine seventeen. Uh, please come on down. She's almost out of breath. Be careful now. Now, even on the radio, you yes. can hear the fact that exercise has crept into her vocabulary. Yeah. Jesus okay, Christ. Mama, we're done. You already used that one. Don't yeah. repeat your jokes, Fresh Comic. Go ahead. All right. So I wanted to play that clip because um, that was something that's, that's going around right now. People are, I mean, people are upset. People are not upset. I, I think they're more upset with the Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish comments on there. I refuse to talk on that because... Um, I like Kevin Hart. I feel like he's a good comedian. I've seen him do stand-up uh, twice. Both. I've seen Laughing My Pain and What's What Now or something like that. I've seen both. And I, they both was great shows. He put on a great show. Um, where do I rank him comedian-wise? Like I said, I'm not here to debate who's funny and who's not funnier. I think we know Cat Williams is like one of the funniest people on earth. So, I mean, I'm not going to hit debate that. I think Kevin Williams is entitled to his opinion on Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish if he wants. When you... And I think that's something different, which I'll get into in a second. But to get into their issue uh, with the with Jones and back and forth, or joking back and forth, or roasting each other, and it's not even roasting each other because none of her jokes were really funny. And that's 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 the issue I think people have. It was such a slaughter 
But this is why some comedians are just great comedians. Cat Williams, if you listen to the other interview, I'm not going to play it, but from what they're understanding, they, he didn't want to even do the interview. He didn't want, it was somebody else's interview that was supposed to be interviewed. They, they, they swung it over to be about him. Me personally, as a friend, if I'm your friend, and I know I'm popular, so let's put, let's put it in perspective. If I go somewhere and I put up an interview, I bring my brother, and they're trying to get my brother to be on an interview because he's popular, he's he's more known than me, and you know he's he's more of a main attraction to me. And my brother's like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm gonna sit out here." Like he he's not planning to come in an interview because he knows it's for me. It's probably for a reason. He wants it to be about me. You know what I'm saying? And that's I think that's all Cat Williams wanted. To, I think he wanted this, this this particular interview to be about his his uh, friend or his the person he's mentoring that's trying to shoot a comedy special that's here to do a show. Cat Williams not here to do a show. He's just here to support his friend that's doing it a show. But you guys want Cat Williams to come in the booth for what reason? For views. And now, okay, cool. I'm gonna give it to you. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you, and he said he told him at least about you know three or four or five times that he didn't want to do it. They kept asking him, kept asking him, kept asking him. All right, I'm going to give you what you want. I'm going to come on the show. Cool. And this is how I'm going to act. Also, it doesn't need to be noted that people have dissed Cat Williams. If you go look in um, Faze On, dissed Cat Williams on the same show um, a year ago or two years back. And he questioned Cat Williams' sexuality. I'm not going to play that clip. But they, this was the same radio station. That's the thing about radio. People understand. Sometimes you go to a radio station and you go there, you interview, you ready. But there's reasons why you act the way you act because you watch other interviews, you watch other people, other people come on that show. People on the Breakfast Club, and they know Charlemagne. They know he said something about him in a previous interview with somebody else. So when they come and they give him this energy, this stiff energy, that's probably why he ain't forget. Yeah, I ain't forget you said this song was whack. I ain't forget you called me stupid. I ain't forget you gave me donkey today. So when I come here, don't act like it's it's it's, it's all love because you didn't say something about me. I didn't forget that you said this. I did peep when you said that. And this is another reason why he could have came and had his jokes ready for her. I don't know. But he did come for her. It seemed like he was coming for her. But she didn't make it no better because she was kind of snapping back at him. Trying to snap at him. I feel like she brought it upon herself. That's my personal opinion. I feel like whenever it's... And I, I hate that we can't we can't want gender gender uh, equality and be upset because, oh, Cat Williams didn't say nothing to the man. That man is not a comedian. This, But this particular woman... It's said to be a comedian. So I'm going to joke with a professional comedian. That's like me going to play basketball with somebody and it's a guy and, a, and it's a guy and a, it's a guy and it's a woman. But that woman plays professional basketball. That guy is not a professional basketball player. He probably can't play for nothing. But I'm trying to play that woman and I, I be her I be her one on one. They like, Oh, but it was a guy on the court, you ain't play him. The nigga can't play basketball. He's not a ball player. I have no reason to play him. I'm playing a person that's in my lane, that's in my field. I do comedy, she do comedy. So that's what I'm gonna roast. I'm gonna be gonna go back and forth and joke. You wanna you want me to be on the show, right? You wanna come joking at me and this damn third. You want me to come? I, I'm gonna show you. And he showed it. And that's that's the difference between a pro and somebody that just no disrespect to her, but somebody just doing it. She she she, she was saying how, oh, I didn't want to talk to cat like that. I I admire him. I didn't. I don't want to hear that, man. It's it's jokes. It's just jokes. You do comedy. How can you not joke? I don't understand. Like if people that. That do jokes that don't do comedy and they joke back and forth all the time and they lose, they win, you lose some, you win some. That's it. Sometimes you get roasted real bad. It's, sometimes it's just some people day. But Cat Williams is a naturally funny dude. He's a real funny person. It's gonna be his day a lot, a lot, a lot more than none. It's gonna be his day. So if you choose to jump in that ring or you choose to 
to to to to put that bait out there, you can't get mad when he bite the bait. That's just my opinion. I want to know your opinion on that. I, I I just played a little clip just to just to be funny, but if you watch the full interview, and I, it's, I think it's a good interview. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like they were bad at interviewing because they started interviewing Cat Williams when it's somebody there promoting the show for a special you're trying to do. Trying to put out, and now this is all overshadowed because y'all want to interview Cat Williams. Y'all want Cat Williams in the studio. Cat Williams was not booked for this particular interview. Why do you want this man in the studio? Because you seen him there. You want views, so now get your views. You get a million views of me roasting your ass, and now you upset. So now people come to this comedy club. They want to see you, so probably they can boo you or ask you, "Hey, why you say a funny joke and it's funny? Ha ha, cool. Why you say it to Cat Williams? Now that's your stamp." Or because you couldn't do your job, which was interview the person that you was booked to interview. That makes no sense to me. Like, but people are gonna say what they want to say. But to to really touch on what he said about the Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, this is my 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 real opinion on that, right? And I I want to get off that. I want to end it with this Bobby Brown. My opinion on the whole Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart comments. I'm not gonna say and say he's wrong or right. Cause I don't know how that industry works. Just like Kevin Hart on the Breakfast Club. I'm not. I think Kevin Hart came with facts, and I think. He defended himself very well, and he defended Tiffany Haddish very well in the Breakfast Club. I'm a, I'm a, I like Kevin Hart. I, I think he has his corny moments, yes, but overall, he's funny, he's talented, and he works his ass off. Hard work going to beat talent, but talent ain't doing it for you. So, do I, is Kevin Hart, is Catwin probably more talented at comedy? Probably so, but you can't tell right now because who working harder? Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? But, not to say, not, not, not to say that, I just want to say, Cat Williams is somebody who's trying to put other comedians on. He's trying to use his platform to put other people on. So, yeah, when you do feel like this particular act that just skipped everybody you see working hard, you're going to feel away. Should he not feel away? No, you can speak your mind. I think because he's a man, he spoke on a woman. Of course, it's going to seem bitch made or bitchy. I don't think that's the case. I think he just, def- I think he kind of was speaking in defense of his acts. Uh, comedians he think he think has put more work in than her. But nobody, who's the, who, nobody can judge. You can't measure who put more work in. You know what I'm saying? You can let the work speak for itself, and that's that. But I think he's entitled to his opinion. I don't feel like Tiffany Haddish is above, above to be criticized. That's that's crazy to me. People are like, oh, she's doing well. She worked hard. She was homeless. Da da da. That's almost a lot of people was homeless. You know what I'm saying? I'm not homeless. Um, I did sleep in my car the night. That was funny. But I'll get into that in a minute. But I'm not homeless. But I mean, I I go through my own stuff. So if I make it. And let's say I I, 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 I I get successful or something like that. Who's to say that somebody didn't work harder than me? Just because I have, just because my story is more compelling don't mean I worked harder. I might have came further than somebody don't mean I worked harder. Uh, a person that's uh, um, homeless right now can hit the lottery. And his story is going to be dope because now he got money. That don't mean he worked harder than somebody. He hit the lottery. He got lucky. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that, not to say that Tiffany Haddish got lucky. I'm just saying, people are in an uproar about this, that, and third. Listen, those are rich people's problems. The only got money, they good. That's not beef. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They not they. You know he said what he said about Tiffany Haddish, and guess what? At the Emmys, hit. he won Emmy at the Emmys to say that. You know, just throw it out there. What they did, took a picture together. You know what that tells me? They okay. They got good problems because. Meanwhile, people out here making an uproar about something he said about somebody who getting to the money. She getting to the money. She don't care. He got his own opinion because he's trying to put people on. It's not maybe maybe they're not popular how she popped, or maybe he felt like because she was linked to Kevin Hart, who's linked to this, and how he feel about Hollywood, whatever. He's entitled to his own opinion. That's how I feel. I feel like Cat Williams is one of the funniest people um, to ever do stand up. 
Um, I don't know if he's top five. I'm not sure what, you, what I rank him at. I I'm not going to rank top five comedians right now. Com- com- comedy is a hard thing to really judge because it's almost like um, female, almost like uh, women's rap to me. You got to, you, you, you're either going to judge based off who's funnier or you're going to judge based off who, who's done more for the culture. And if you're judging based off that, just just off funny alone, yeah, Cat Williams is there. Who did more for the culture? I'm not sure if I can put Cat Williams in that bag because I don't know exactly what he has done for the culture. I don't know how if he has. I think he transcended stand, stand-up comedy, probably bringing it back to the forefront. But I can't say he transcended as far as, uh, you know, I can't say that he his his stand-up paid the way to what we see Kevin Hart do today because they do to, two totally different things. That's just my opinion. I want your opinion on. I want everything out to my opinion on. I want your opinion on. So please give me feedback. I ain't got feedback in so long. It'd be dope to get feedback. This week, cause man, that's like to me, feedback is like an album sale or hitting them on the charts to me. Cause I read that feedback, and when y'all into it, I feel like yo, I did something. You know what I'm saying? That that, that motivated me to put another podcast out. But um, yeah. So give me your thoughts on that. The Cat Williams, like, and who you think won the beef? You do you think she was funny? Cause she should she do? Should she, should she do comedy? Like after after really really taking into account um how she sounded, like, even even her back and forth roast. Would you even Consider her a comedian if you can't roast back and forth. Like, like what, what kind of funny are you? If you're not, if you're not, if you can't roast, what comedy do you do? That's 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 my main thing. I want to know if you can't roast, what comedy do you do? What's your kind of comedy? Do you just relationship comedy, uh, man bashing comedy, uh, gay jokes comedy? I don't like what comedy do you do if you don't if you can't combat back and forth or roast somebody. Even basketball players, you know what I'm saying? You can admire uh, LeBron. You can admire uh, Kobe Bryant. You can admire Michael Jordan. But when it's time to play them, you got to play. You can't say, oh, nah, I don't like I don't like to score on my idols. Nah, if you look at the Kevin Hart, oh, if you look at the Kevin Hart, you look up to Tiffany Haddish, you look up to Cat Williams. When it's time to roast, you roast. That's just what people do, I thought. That's the oddest thing to me that she said, I didn't want to talk to him that way. I don't like to go back and forth. Are you a comedian or not? Get out your feelings, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And y'all, y'all, yeah, this is this is why women not gonna get equal pay. I'm gonna tell you right now. People like her are setting the culture back a little bit because when you say things like that and you move how you move and you you start things and you can't finish it, this is the this is the end product of that. This is why you have people like Monique only getting a certain amount of money from Netflix and people like Dave Chappelle getting a certain amount, certain amount of money from Netflix. This is the reason why I'm right here, in my opinion. But that's neither here nor there. Um, man, I feel so good, man. I'm not gonna lie, I feel good to get that off my chest and stuff. Um, I want to get into the Bobby Brown um, movie. Uh, I thought it was dope. For one, obviously, I'm not gonna lie, they broke it on the parts, right? And let me tell you my synopsis. Let me tell you my synopsis of Bobby Brown. Hold on, let me put, let me get my music right real quick, cause uh, I'm in this with a bang. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna lie. I feel good. This is a good pocket. I feel like I don't. Maybe if I'm tripping, I'm tripping, but. This is a dope podcast. I feel like I've been informative. I feel like I got my, my, my stuff together. I just feel good. But um I wanna um touch on something real quick, right? A A A A. So my synopsis of Bobby Brown is a little different than most people, right? I feel like mm, hey, I feel I fit I fit I fit I fit now nah, I feel like he dope but I also feel like he only had one hot album. That's my opinion. I, f- 
feel like he was good for a, 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 you know back in the days music lasted longer so about four years your album could last I felt like he was popping for a good four years a strong five cause you were hoping he'd come out with another Roni another Don't Be Cruel another My Prerogative another uh, another Rock With You but I also feel like those are his best songs like and after that it's nothing no disrespect people like that we got something they come hold on hey oh Thing that matters, baby. Treat you good, treat you good. But for real, I feel like Bobby, Bobby Brown. So I'm watching the first part. Like, so what's the second part gonna be about? Because he only had one good album. Like musically, he was no disrespect. He was musically. Let's just keep it. Let's call it spade a spade. Musically, he was irrelevant after that. After that, don't be cruel album. Irrelevant. I can't think of another hit he had. The next hit I think he had, he sung a chorus on Jaru record. I know you're getting bored, chilling with him. That's the. Oh, hey. Oh. But um so that's that's my that's my scenario. I just felt like I'm like, well what the hell are they gonna do? They played my prerogative, he did Don't Be Cruel. What that that album which is a classic album, so I feel like he's always gonna be solidified as a good act and as a top act of all time you know, of all time when you listen great. But what he got after Don't Be Cruel, so I'm I'm like, damn, what the fuck is part two gonna be about? But part two is I'm not gonna lie. Musically, it wasn't there, but looking at his life. Hold on, let me pause that real quick. Let me, let me play something else. Nah, let me play this. Yeah. So musically, I felt like, yeah, it wasn't it? Wasn't it but that second part of life was dope to me. I liked to watch, watch what I saw. I liked the fact that people got to see that he wasn't the bad guy in the whole Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown uh, talks we used to have at all. This nigga collapsed. Had a see at a... um. A stroke, and she still got high. Like she, t- <laughs> she's dancing over him, laying on the ground while he he has in a stroke, and she said, oh, "I'm gonna start without you." That's wild. Hold on, though. This shit's smooth. I ain't gonna lie. Still right, baby. My joint right here. Baby, just touch me anywhere. Cutie, you turn Yo, Bayer Brown, ugly, but boy, he made some smooth music, boy. I might try Coke now. I ain't gonna do it. I'm not gonna try it. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. Ride with you, baby. But you know what's funny? Damn, who called me? Niggas always call me messing the groove up, though. Who would call? So who called a nigga in the middle of rock with you? Hold on, hold on. Hey, you busy? Uh, not really. I'm about to go to work in a minute. I'm just getting ready. What happened? Yeah, what happened? Uh, no, no, I just, I just need some help. I, I think I need jello shots and all that. I'm going to just try to see if I can get them done. You said you need some jello shots? I need, yeah, well, I, I got it. I need them made. Oh, well, I, I'll try to think of it. Yeah, I forgot you got to work. Well, I'm hold on. Give me a minute. I call my. I might call my that can help you. 
Huh? Uh, hold on. Alright, I'm sorry. Uh, niggas are disrespectful, man. They don't make them like they used to. But, um. This shit's smooth. But, um, turn it on. Turn it down. Hopefully, I can still hear it. But, yeah. So I thought the movie was dope. I'm not gonna lie, like no no pun intended. I hate to use the word dope when it comes by Brown. But I thought the movie was dope. Um, to see his side of it, I, I like the fact that it was like very little new addition. And that's what's dope to me about the Bobby Brown movie is that all about Bobby Brown as an artist is that all, all the other new edition artists are like heavily linked to new edition. I think Bobby Brown's story is not because he had he had a, a, a great solo career. And then his life afterwards Like so I feel like part one was more so Bobby Brown is hot Good solo act Musically boom And the second part was like Life after fame Or life after being on top um, uh, Life with trials and tribulations Because that's all it was But it was it was good to see And you got to see another side of Bobby Brown Because you look at him as somebody That's just maybe just dumb Or just couldn't get right And then you realize like even though a lot of times he was in his own way, that's life. When you grow up and you you, you joking by Brown and Whitney Houston all that, but when you get older and you get grown, you really realize like it's hard. It's hard to not have them them situations. I know people that's pretty, real pretty. You see me in the airport sometimes, and it's, I can't sit here and say, oh, this person stay in the airport. Nah, it don't be. It just be. It just be life. Life will put you in the airport, man. Like it's not like they stealing. Life will do it to you Like sometimes it's just your time Like that's just it And you can't Beat around it Like you look at him on vacation Get off the plane He gotta go to jail for something He he gotta go to jail for 75 days For a DUI That's life He ain't do nothing it's just, That's life So you look at him In and out of jail Drugs This that And it's like You put this You put this This, this title Or this label on somebody And then you look at the movie And it's like yo it's somebody that just, just you be honest with you, be, to be completely honest with you. Let me let me turn it down a little bit. To be completely honest with you, I looked at it as somebody like who just loved the wrong person. No disrespect, he loved the wrong person. And I mean, I'm not the biggest Whitney fan. I know people love Whitney to death. I'm not the biggest Whitney fan. She can sing, yes, but I feel like she got about four or five songs I might like. That's not enough to me as a, to be a great artist of her stature. But she was the wrong person for him, man. Like she was the wrong person for him. She wasn't right for him. He was he was all in. She he was all in, you know what I'm saying? And um she just was on her the thing, you know what I'm saying? She felt like she was better than him, you know? That was another thing which it's clearly obviously was a, that was not the case. Um, so it's. It, I thought the movie was. I thought the movie was well, well written. I liked it. I actually liked it a little better than um the new edition movie. To be honest with you, just based on what I'm going through and things like that. But um, hey, but um, I'm gonna I'm I'm end with that. But um, yeah. So I thought the movie was dope altogether. I liked it. I liked it. I want to know y'all opinions on the movie. I thought it was great. Uh, I learned a few things. Like I didn't know his brother managed him most of his life. That was. That I can boy, I if anybody can go through that, I can go through that. Like sometimes you want to strangle your little brother, like nigga, do what I'm telling you to do. But then sometimes you know, and you know, cause you we all human, you feel like you know it all. It's a pride thing. It's a thing where sometimes you feel like you gotta make your own decision for yourself, and you just able to live with it, whether it's wrong or right decision. So even with the Whitney Paul, he was like, don't put all your money together. 
da da da. And then Bayer Brown thinking like, nigga, I'm tired of everybody telling me I need to do, don't do this, don't do this, don't do that. I want to do my own thing. And, you know, he probably felt like, well, I left an addition on my own, I left this on my own, and it worked out for me. I've been right so far, so let me do my own thing. I'll live with the choices, and that's what he had to do, live with the choices. I'm just happy for him that he found, you know, somebody that held him down. You know what I'm saying? It was one of the best for him. And not saying that Whitney didn't help him down. I don't. I, I can't see what she held him down that beyond I don't see. I think they were married, so that's what you do when you marry. This other person that he ended up marrying, to me, had no reason to want to hold him down. But she did. She got the broke by Brown. You know how you, you know how you got a man and like he up and you uplift him and he he grows to be something and and then maybe he leaves you for somebody else. Now he come back broken. She got the broken Bobby Brown. You know what I'm saying? But she able to patch him up and and make the best of what she had. You know and see the best in him. I think that was dope for him to finally get, you know what I'm saying, being how into, he was going to be a man, I'm pretty sure he cheated, did all that stuff, you know what I'm saying, I, I know from the Superhead video and all that stuff, but he loved hard, it seemed like, you know what I'm saying, he, like he, loved, he loved the hell out of Whitney, you know what I'm saying, um, I just didn't see it re- reciprocated to me, even in all the videos I've seen of them too, they like a couple, I just always looked at him as loving more than she did, and that's always, that's always odd to me. When you see the man do it more, because normally it's the other way around, but that's what it is. It's just, you know, sometimes when you're down, like you and I, me personally, when I'm down, I like to go through it alone. I don't want to talk to nobody. I get through it. Just like a couple weeks ago when I got through it, I just get through it. You um, you adapt. You see what it is. You go in the mirror, you wash your face, and you get through it. Like, that's how it is, because I'm never going to have somebody, I don't know somebody tell me, I was there when this, I, who, I did this, nah, I don't like stuff thrown on my face. So I, I always keep you at a distance, keep everybody at a distance, because if I keep you at a distance, you can't say you did this to me. Because in my perimeter, it's like you have, like, around you got a perimeter around you, right? So you have, like, a circle around you. I might keep you at arm's length, because if you come past my hand, those are things that I hold value to, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to bite my face, like, oh, I did this. I was there when this happened. I was there for you. To, I don't need you to be there for me. I'm there for me. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just me. And I, I just see it in another man where it's like he he needed he leaned on people you know what I'm saying he he got he he was he was okay with driving you know his girl's car and living in his girl's house not making no money like I could, it couldn't be me I sleep in my car before I, I let somebody take care of me I just another not another woman family maybe but not another woman no way and um. But it worked out because, like I said, you, when you're in a relationship, it's supposed to be a partnership. So when one person down, you're supposed to uplift the other person. But me, I just, my pride ain't going to let me do that. Um, you know, like I said, with my grandma, it's kind of hard here sometimes because I, I'm dabbing something new. So, yeah, the two times I did, like, sleep in my car wasn't like, it wasn't like, um... It wasn't like I I, I just I, I had nowhere to go. Cause I got my bed, everything here. I got my own room. No, I got everything here. I could. It's just a choice I made, just not wanting to be in that. You know, just I just wanted to get get away or do my own thing. And this, you know, that was the first time. The second time, I really I could have you know I could have stayed here. I could have went somewhere. But another thing, you know, speaking of going somewhere, another thing, right? It's like I I can't be somewhere where um, somebody I dislike is is able to to. Um, have access to, so that's another reason why. Like, I don't want to be somewhere where I can't lay my head somewhere knowing that people I dislike are able to be in that same place or in that same space, or you know, somebody that I would be around is um is okay with 
knowing that I have a problem with a person, a real problem with a, with a person, whether they lie to me, this and third, just whatever, whatever reason, you know what I'm saying? And they're okay with having them around. You know, I, I just can't, I can't get with that, you know what I'm saying? So I think that was another reason why I did that too, was like just seeing seeing that, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to sleep in my car, you know what I'm saying? Because you might have plans to do this, that, and third, and then you see stuff like, nah, I'm good. Ruin my whole mood, you know what I'm saying? But end of the day, you know, I, I'm just, I, I, I think I'm coming to grips with things now. So I'm in a better mood, you know. I'm in a better mood. I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna play in the podcast with this. I'm in a better mood, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm upbeat, you know what I'm saying? Ain't gonna get me down at this point. I ain't letting nobody get me down. I ain't no negative energy. I want all positive energy. Um, with every little step I take, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. Please give me feedback. Email me. Text me. Share the podcast. Tweet it. Snapchat it. Can't believe you caught my own. And as a matter of fact, you won't even talk to me. Uh, uh, go, go, go. Uh, no matter what your friends try to tell me, all in love. But, um... It's like that. Every little step I take. Yo, Bobby Brown was dope, though. I ain't gonna lie, man. He really dope. But I will say that, man. For all jokes aside, he only got one classic album. I, I, I'm not a big fan of We Got Something in Common with that Whitney joint, but if we throwing it in there, he was kind of re- irrelevant from like 93 to 2002. Podcast there. I think that was it. I, don't, I think nothing was really happened like that. I mean, you got the Eminem beef. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not really feeling Eminem. Not feeling Kanye. So you know, that's just that. Um, I do want to make sure y'all go listen to other podcasts. If you go to my SoundCloud, which I prefer to SoundCloud. I know people like listening to Apple, but we don't prefer to SoundCloud because you go to my page, you get to see you get to see other podcasts that I um that I repost, so that means I want you to listen to that also, because sometimes I'm producing certain podcasts, and I might be on there, but it's not on my page, so I repost it, so it can show up in my timeline of stuff that, of stuff that's uploaded, so that y'all can listen to it, because I, I some dope podcasts I be on that I produce, that, um, got, got some good content, in it, I'm not gonna lie, you know what I'm saying, and, um, that's nothing, I've just been producing a lot, you know what I'm saying, so, that's, that's just that, um, got any questions, please, Feel free to email me, um, text me, and I, I want to conversate, you know what I'm saying? If you want to send me a video saying something, I want to play in the podcast, please do. I, I do want to do more calls from now on, call at least two or three people a podcast and maybe get like a two-minute convo out of y'all with, with certain topics. Cause I know when I'm feeding y'all my opinions, it's just my opinions. Sometimes I do want to call and kind of break that ice to give to kind of put another perspective on what I'm saying. Maybe somebody might think the same or think differently than I think, you know what I'm saying, or see a different way than what I think. So, uh, if you know somebody that's doing a podcast and they trying to up jump there, they want to jump on a podcast to kind of get an audience, please holler, tell them to holler at me. Um, make sure y'all go like Mortar Masters' Facebook page. Um, please share the podcast, tweet it, uh, Facebook it. I, you know, I haven't got that in a minute. Um, I love all the support I get. Though. I, don't, I never complain. Like, I never complain because y'all support a lot. 
it's the hour of material I'm listening to. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't got to. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think that's about it. I do want to say it was funny because I want to end with this, and I, I probably end with rock with you though. But it's funny you got that Shanta, that Shanti song, um, rock with you. I believe she had. I want to rock with you. Song. Uh, is that her? No, is that that's even Alicia Keys, right? I don't know. I don't know. But long story short, it was odd because it's it just funny. You you see Bobby Brown was with Rodney Ink for a second, and then Ashanti had that Rock With You um song, and I never knew that it was pretty much the Bobby Brown um no sample. Let me see. Let me play it. Let me see. Not as smooth as Bob Brown was. Maybe I'm wrong. I guess it's different. Let me see. Yeah, I don't really hear no no similarities. Never mind. Well, that's it. More Masters podcast, man. Your host, main of course. Please hit me up. Tell me about the podcast. I'm out. Stay